The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do with not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today is such a day of rejoicing. We gather on this All Saints Sunday to celebrate the circle of life. We give thanks to those who have gone on to glory and are now dwelling in the radiance of Christ. And we are reminded of our call to live now in the light of the radiance of Christ. All Saints Sunday is about experiencing life in all its fullness. 
and realizing that we become aware of that fullness of him who dwells all in all, as the writer to the Ephesians puts it so beautifully, we realize that fullness of life through Jesus and through being part of the church that carries on his work in the world today. One of the hallmarks of that fullness of life in Christ is joy. Joy. The last few days have taught us something about the importance of joy. After 95 long years, the Washington Nationals finally won the World Series again, against all odds, against all odds. It was truly an extraordinary victory, and the celebration goes on and on and on. Ever since about 11.50 on Wednesday night, our whole area has been caught up in a massive happy dance. Juan Soto and Howie Kendricks dancing in the dugout, a Congo line in the locker room after the game, a Metro bus driver pulling over when he heard the news, dancing on the sidewalk, a packed out crowd for the watch party at Nats Park, jumping up and down, arm in arm, as if it wasn't even raining. And that celebration has been even sweeter much sweeter because we needed it so very badly. It has given us a break from all of the intensity and the viciousness of our public life these days. For the last few days, there's been a real spirit of unity and togetherness. I am quite certain that there were both Republicans and Democrats jumping up and down together in Nats Park on Wednesday night, and nobody really cared. And it was good for all of us watching at home to see, as we were jumping up and down in our living rooms, that that was happening. That shared experience gives us a glimmer of hope that we can all learn from as we try to respect each other and develop a more generous spirit in our common life. It doesn't make our differences go our way, our very significant differences, but it reminds us to hold a gracious space, a gracious space between ourselves and with those whom we differ. That gracious space is where God dwells. And learning to hold that space is a big part of why we come to church. Graciousness requires a lot of practice. And we have to be reminded over and over again of who we are. Who we are in our relationship with God and in relation to other people. Today, we baptized one child at the 8 o'clock service and we'll have the extreme privilege of baptizing five more at this service. They will learn what it means to be a follower of Jesus by being part of a community of Jesus followers. In fact, we cannot be a Christian alone. It's impossible. We are part of one body. 
And once we are marked as Christ's own, that cross on our foreheads never, ever goes away. It never vanishes. It reminds us that we're never alone from the time we are a young child until the day we die and forevermore. That Jesus is with us through thick and thin and that our fellow Christians are with us and that our lives are full, full of grace and joy and love no matter what is going on around us. That joy is with us in our triumphs and in our defeats. In the letter to the Ephesians, the writer is trying to help that community of early Christians to understand their faith in global terms, that they are growing into the fullness of their faith in the context of their individual church and in the context of the larger universal church around the world and to see that it's also going on in the context of all the faithful people who have lived in the past and all of the faithful people that there are to come. It's like a series of concentric circles where all of us individually today are growing in our faith in Christ in the context of this community and in the context of the larger global Christian community and with all of the saints who have gone before and all of the people who are to come, and that Jesus is at the center of that circle, rooting us and grounding us in our life of faith. It's all interconnected. We're all part of one great reality, Christ at the center, holding it all together. When we die, life goes on in its fullest sense, Life just opens up more and more and more when we die. As Christians, we see death as a transition rather than an ending. Sometimes we think of the life of faith as dreary and dutiful, but it is not supposed to be that way. Christians are people who are marked by joy, joy on our foreheads, joy in our minds, joy in our hearts. We are called to clothe ourselves every day before we even get out of bed in joy, to clothe ourselves in joy, even as we work for justice, as we work for mercy, as we work for peace in this broken and fractious world. And the only place, the one place, that we learn how to live that kind of joy-filled life is the church. Because this is where we learn and where we practice Jesus' joy. The joy that grounds us in good times and in challenging times, in victory and in defeat. This is where we are reminded that we are caught up in the eternal dance led by Jesus, who is the Lord of the dance. Our image of Jesus is often very serious and severe, and he often did say some very heavy-duty things, of course, but it's important to remember that Jesus enjoyed a good party. In fact, some of his most important work took place during celebrations, the wedding at Cana when he turned water into wine dinner at a respected religious scholar's house 
where he reminded all of the church people there that everyone is worthy and welcome at God's table, sinners and saints alike. Jesus was always inviting people to join that eternal dance. He wanted people to see that eternal life begins now. When we baptize these beautiful children in just a few minutes, we will pray that God will give them an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love God, and the gift of joy and wonder in all God's works. This is one of the most powerful and beautiful prayers in the whole Book of Common Prayer. We pray it for these precious children, and we pray it for ourselves today. We pray for perseverance, seemingly against all odds. We pray for love when it is very hard to love. We pray for joy and wonder in all places. God is everywhere. The dance is going on all around us, all the time, within us, and beyond us. And joy and wonder are a precious gift, precious gifts from God that enables us to see that way, to experience life that way, to know joy in our bones. And church is where we get in touch with that. For young children, life and everything is wonder-filled, and joy is everywhere. And we human beings need joy. We need joy like flowers need rain. Little children are joyful, and they remind us to be joyful too. But as we grow older, sometimes life takes a toll on us, and we lose touch with joy and wonder. But our spirits need it. All of us need it. It's an essential ingredient for the fullness of life that Ephesians talks about. That fullness of life is so beautifully expressed in the hymn that we sang in procession at the beginning of the service today, For All the Saints. That beautiful hymn that is so much a part of the core of our Christian hymnody. All Saints Sunday would not be the same there just can't be an All Saints Sunday without singing that hymn for all the saints. It all goes together. It's such a wonder-filled hymn, and it's even more powerful, even more, when we sing it at the funeral of a longtime parishioner here, someone who has lived that life, who has given their life to Jesus' call, someone who's been faithful their whole life. This afternoon at Evensong, we'll read the names of those who've died in the past year, and we'll light candles to remind us that they're now dwelling in eternal light. And this morning, we baptize these beautiful children, and they will receive a candle too, a candle lit from the Paschal candle, the Christ candle, and their parents will be invited to light it just once a year on the anniversary of their baptism and tell them the story of everyone here today and all that happened, how their life in Christ began on this day. 
So we celebrate the beginning of their lives and their faithful commitment to Christ this morning, and we will later remember those who have died and have prepared the way for these children and for all of us gathered here. Jesus, the Lord of the dance, leads us all in a long Congo line that starts back at the dawn of creation and goes on into eternity, on and on and on, far beyond where our eyes can see. It's a dance that fills us with joy, joy overflowing with the fullness of life in Christ who fills all and all.